So instead of letting people go and find our secret, I mean some of our competitors will be trying to figure out how you do certain things. Why don't you just, just share with everyone? Now when you share, there's a few things that happen. Number one is you attract people who wants to work with you yes. because now they know what you are really capable of and your authenticity shows. Yes. Because like, wow, it's a, it's a whole new idea of thinking. But you have to break away from the past where people are afraid, oh, if I share, then people will copy me. If I share, then my customers don't need yes. me anymore. It's not like that. Actually, when you share, you yeah, get totally more, you get more, more traction. Yes. And the second thing is when you share, right, you become more accountable for your actions and you become better. So, so it's, it's very powerful. So this whole new wave idea, right, is, is really to be sharing all your open secrets and the whole entire world, the whole entire community, even your, your rivals or competitors, I mean, I use these words as it is, right, your people who are like, in the same industry as you, they will learn, they will become better, and that forces you to become better, and everyone becomes better. You've probably heard that your story is your brand. So how can ordinary entrepreneurs and salespeople like you and me tell our stories in a way that cuts through all the noises in this overcrowded social media world and reach the audience that we want? Join me as I break down storytelling secrets that have helped me achieve over eight figures in revenue as well as interviewing some of Asia's most prominent names and rising stars to uncover their stories. I hope this show will inspire you to be more vulnerable and share your story to the world because your mess is your message. My name is Gabriel Wong and welcome to the Story Impact Show. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Story Impact Show. Today I have a very special guest with me, especially during this time of the COVID-19 crisis, which has caused a huge economic impact in the world. We are entering into a time of recession where businesses are being closed down and people are losing their job, which is why I've invited him on the show because I believe that his message is now more important than ever. He is a millionaire investor, entrepreneur, YouTuber, and founder of the New Wave Entrepreneur Movement and the creator of the viral video One Punch Man Challenge that has went on to reach more than 12 million views on YouTube. Please help me welcome Sean Sia. I think today we're going to talk about a few things that are very exciting, mm -hmm. especially now we are in a period of like crisis, yep. the economy is it's not looking very good. And you know, while some people are prepared, some people are not prepared. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about, about that. But before we actually go into that, uh, I just want the audience to understand and learn more about your story, about mm -hmm. how you got started. Uh, I mean, you're quite well known in, in this scene in, in Singapore. So um, I, I remember I once heard about your story about how you, you were an investor first, right. before you became an entrepreneur, before you became a business person, uh, before you became a businessman. So right. uh, most of the people I know, they mm -hmm. are the reverse. They are usually an entrepreneur first, then investor. Right. Tell us more about how do you get involved with this whole thing? How do you become an investor in the first place? Okay, I, I want to say that I don't have really have a, like a very clear vision of what I want to achieve, but more of who I want to be. So there are a few things that I really want in life is like being a, a good husband, being a good father. So it's, it's more, more of that. And in order to become a good husband, good father, at a point in time, I was working in the military and I realized that one thing I lack is time. Uh, I want to spend time with my wife. I want to spend time with my kids. And I realized I need to find some way to make additional income so that I have a choice. Mm. When I need a career break, when my family needs me, I can be there. Mm. Otherwise, if I'm just uh, being, being an employee, uh, forever, I will need to like be at a be at the mercy of, of my boss. I mean, that's not a bad thing. We can contribute, but I want to have the choice. Mm -hmm. So I'm very clear on that. I decided to start investing because uh, back then, I, when I was in the military, I couldn't start a business. I couldn't like uh, do moonlighting. Mm -hmm. So I decided yeah. let, let's let's do investing, yeah. and uh, that's how I got started into investing. Okay. That's right. Okay. So you, you didn't have a clear vision of how you got started in the first place. I right? I, I didn't have an idea like I want to become a millionaire, become yes. an entrepreneur. But yeah. it's more like what I want to achieve or who who I want to be. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the main thing. That's awesome because like, um, I think there are a lot of people who are not starting because they always think that they need to have a clear vision first mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or, or they have a clear path. But they always think that most of us, we always start off, we already have an idea of what to go, where to go, mm -hmm. the steps to, to take. Yeah. Then, you know, we will do something. That's right. But, you know, I think it's encouraging to hear that you didn't even know what you wanted. It was more mm. like you just wanted to be there for your... Wanted some very small, important things that exactly. is really important to me. That, yeah, that's right. Yeah, for your family right. and for my family. time for your wife and all that. That's right. That's right. So how do you get involved with like investing in first place? Where do you pick up, you know, learning, investing, and in investing, and how? Well, wow, now that I think of it, uh, a bit, a bit angry with my friend, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I never wanted to invest because when I was in university, I, I was studying uh, economics. I remember this very particular class. I, I like this professor a lot. He taught us international finance. I shouldn't mention his name, uh, 
But he said this thing. He said that most people can never beat the market. Don't try to invest. Mm. He told us not to invest. And as a student, and he was a professor that I respected, right? I said, oh, okay. I wrote it down. I wrote this down. You know, better don't invest. But I did my own research. I said, okay. could it be that the professor may be wrong? I did my research. University of Pennsylvania. A lot of researchers shows that professional fund managers, right? They can't even beat the market. Meaning mm. to say that. Uh, there's no, in some sense, the conclusion is there's no point being an active investor. There's, there's no need to invest it on your own. Mm. Just, just like uh, invest passively or give it to the fund managers. Mm. That will be the better choice. Uh, then one of my friends came along and challenged me when I was in the military. Came and challenged me and said that uh, he made a lot of money from the stock market. He showed me his account. Uh, okay, maybe I should, again, this guy, I, I can tell you his name. His name is called Sufyan. He showed me his account. He made a quarter of a million dollars. Mm. And he was only like early 20s, 21, 22. I was uh, older than him, I have higher qualification, and I look at him and I say, hey, I don't mind having a quarter of a million in my bank account, you know. And I asked him how to invest. Uh, he told me, uh, go and, go and uh, subscribe to Business Times, go and read this book, that book, and then a few months later, suddenly he's no longer in the force. Okay. I, I, I don't know where he went to, maybe he's financially free. And that's how I got started. Within three months, I turned $30,000 into minus $60,000 <laughs> because I, I lost a lot of money. Okay. I, I, and uh, I sort of have no choice but to learn how to make the money back. Because the money I lost was not even my money, it was my friend's money. It's, it's very scary to lose money. But now, because my first few trades, I make some, some, some money, and uh, I told my friends, same thing, I, I boasted to my friends, hey, wow, easy to make money. Then a number of them put, put money together with me, and wow, I wiped out their account very quickly. And I, I, felt, I felt so bad. I remember myself looking at the account statement, minus, I, I lost $60,000. Then I, I felt my face getting wet, you know. I didn't realize I was, I was tearing. Not because I lost my money, but I lost my friend's money. I felt, I felt so terrible. Oh. Then I decided I have to learn and make it back. Yep. You know, that story you just, you just shared, right, mm-hmm. is not exactly uncommon. Mm-hmm. I heard of many um, scenarios that happen that right. like that. But a lot of people who, um, <coughs> let's say they lose the money of their, their friend's money whatsoever, they don't usually face uh, the issue. They usually just disappear. So like, okay. wh- what were you feeling during this period, and like, what made you decide? It? And, and what do you do about it? Like, like, how do you how do you tell about how do you tell your friends about it, and what do you do for it? What do you do about it? It, it? it was so scary, you know. I can remember the exact place, the exact scenario. I can feel. I can remember the feeling. It was at West Coast McDonald's. I remember. <laughs> I remember the exact table, you know, because I, I guess that that point in time it was so low, and uh, I just I just told my friends I have to meet them and then I gather them and I, 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 I didn't know how to explain but they could, they could see that I was under a lot of stress and then I just told them, hey sorry, uh, I, I, I lost a lot of money. Then I just opened the account and I showed them. Mm. The, the very amazing thing is they didn't blame me, at least not in front of me. They, they, they said, hey, it's okay, it's okay, it's not your fault. They, they, I think because we were very close friends yeah. in, in the military, they really didn't blame me and then they, they told me, say, hey, it's okay, we see how to make it back. And they say, don't, don't worry, la. we believe that you can, you can help us make it back. Okay. It, now that I think of it, uh, they, they, they are asking me to help them make it back. <laughs> but I, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad they, they, they put faith in me and uh, I felt the responsibility to have to make it back. Yeah. Yeah, so, but so you had the courage to, to, to let them know and, and tell they them. They have no choice, uh, they are my colleagues, you know? I have to face them every single day. So. Uh, wow. <laughs> and, but they are good friends. Uh. Up to today, we still meet up with each other. Okay. Right. Okay. And then what was your breakthrough after that? Like, how do you then became a, a full-time investor and like, mm. what were some of the biggest breakthroughs? Like, what, what do you learn from this in the first place? Okay, when I, what I learned from this is, right, if you don't know how to invest, it is actually gambling. Mm. Uh, but, but, okay, the truth is when I got started, I did attend some courses. I didn't want to blame so-called those uh, seminar providers. I don't think it's their fault. It is, I couldn't understand fully what they're trying to say. Mm. And I was greedy. I, I, I actually followed the rules, you know, but somehow it didn't work out. And the breakthrough came when I continued to attend different courses, trying to find the perfect system to make money back. Mm. And one day, a friend of mine, his name is called Jasper, mm. uh, another military colleague, he told me that there's another friend who used the Buffett method of investing. Uh, that time, I heard of Buffett, mm. but in my impression is, well, he's an old guy, mm-hmm. so I don't want to be like him. La, he's like so old that become rich, right? I want to make, <laughs> make money fast yeah. so that I can spend time with family. So I'm not very interested, but out of courtesy, my friend say, hey, you want to meet up with, with that guy or not? Uh, that guy is called David. So he say, how about you, David, and me, we come together and discuss investing. So I say, okay, la, we meet up. Meet up at my house. That time it was in Shengkang. And then uh, in my, in my uh, living room, not, there, there, there was a room there. La. So we, I share my, all my trading techniques that I learned from the seminars. He told me the buffer method. Uh, out of courtesy, we bought some stocks using his method. He bought some stocks using my method. Mm. And then after I bought his stocks, right, using the buffer method, I remember yeah. we, we bought Nike. We bought Nike. I didn't really bother about it. 
Then a uh, few months later, right, I was losing money in trading. And then that, that Mikey, right, just keep growing, growing, growing from $30 went to $60. I made 100%. Wow. I said, I just did one-time effort, do nothing, I make 100%. This one, I trade like crazy every night. Yeah. Sometimes make, sometimes lose. Very stressful. Then I went to become a bit more curious about the buffer method because hey, short, short term also can make money. Yeah. Then I go and study more. I realized that there's more I need to do. Eventually, I even went to US to learn from Mary Buffett. Mm. And the breakthrough came where I decided I will focus on one technique, which is the Buffett method, okay. which is basically fundamental investing, yeah. uh, just collecting business instead of short term trading. And then my wealth began to grow and grow and grow. And then uh, by the age of before 30, I, I actually left the military because I have wow. enough, enough like dividends, enough uh, options income to, to sustain yeah. myself. Yeah, I think what I, what, I, what I got from this story was that even though you lost money at the start, you didn't, you didn't actually give up, right? You continued yep. on and then you actually found, you were exploring different kinds of methods and then you actually found something that works for you. That's right, that's right. I think it's important to review, you know, because when we keep trying different methods, right, I can tell you why, may, maybe if I focus on the trading method, I could, could have become very good. Yep. Uh, the, the thing is this, I tested a lot of things. Like. I think when we are in search of wealth, we may want to jump from one idea to the other idea. Mm. And I think it's okay. Explore first. Yeah. But if you keep jumping from one idea to the other idea, it yeah. is very likely you may be trying to get rich quick. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, so, shiny so, object syndrome. Yeah, right. shiny object. But you need to master a certain skills before you see results. Okay. Right. Okay. I, I do believe in that. I, I do believe that like, when you're starting out, you can you need to explore different things. Right, right. right. Because if right. not, you do not know what you like. Correct. Which one is the one that fits you, right? Exactly. Suits you. Mm. Right. But there must be a point where if something is getting you maybe a bit of results, right. then you have to like dive deep and focus in just that. That's right. Rather than just going everywhere. Exactly. And then jumping from one industry to another industry and then having to relearn the whole learning curve again. You sound like you'll be a good stock investor. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Right, okay. Maybe now I'm more, a lot more focused on, uh, yes. on marketing. But definitely focus. investing is something that I am, uh, I mean, eventually going to um, probably spend more time. Right, but yeah. focus is important. Yeah, like what yeah. you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so what made you transit from you know, being an investor into um, teaching? Because at one point you were an uh, international speaker, right? right you right. were speaking on global stages and mm. you were um, teaching people about investing. Right. So what made you transit into that? Okay, I, I just share with you, right? I think when I went for all the seminars, right, I w I'm also, I'm also, uh, I also started calculating, uh, wow, this guy, he charged how many thousand dollars, got yeah. how many students. I said, hey, well, it's quite good money, you know. Okay, yeah. I, want to, I want to be very open. Yeah, uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have a mission to say, I want to learn investing yes. so I can help the world and teach people. Yes. It is really all for uh, self-interest. Self that, that, that's what, how it started. Uh, and then one of my uh, NLP trainers, he actually, we were talking about, I, I attended this course called NLP because I wanted to learn more. And during that course, we share what we are doing. And my NLP trainer asked me, hey, do you want to set up an investment course? So say, hey, no bad, you can earn extra money. Yeah. And the, the, the training portion looks quite fun. It, it sounds like something quite fun. In the military, we also did some training. I, mm. I, I enjoy that portion. Mm. I enjoy leading men. Uh, so I said, okay, let, let's do it. So it was for a bit of a, 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 like exploring a certain self-interest uh, for the money. It, it wasn't for the mission, like I want to say though. I, I can tell you yeah. very frankly. Yeah. Initially, it didn't Thanks start for being honest. I think, yeah. I think we need more honesty. Yeah. This market right now, yeah. So so uh, what happened was I, I I was with that partner for a while. Then eventually, uh, we had different differences. I guess every partnership there'll be differences. Yeah. But we decided to split. And after we split, I wanted to retire and just focus on investing. Uh, interestingly, one of my previous student who was learning investing from me, he said, that, "Hey Sean, you should continue to teach." But I say, wow. I told him, I I I I I mean, I couldn't teach anymore because. I wasn't the one running the business. I didn't know how to do marketing. I didn't know how to do selling on stage. I, I yeah. didn't know any of this. Yeah. Then that student say, hey, but I know how to do all this. How about I do everything for you? And that guy is a very good salesman. He painted me a picture. He said, Sean, you are very good in investing. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I choose to believe I, I am quite, quite good, quite, quite okay. Yes. And he said, you are good in teaching people. Yeah. He said, you are like the top neurosurgeon, you know. Yeah. You don't need to go and do all those dirty work. Man. Yeah. We will go and prepare all the operating theater for you. You come in, uh, you just stretch your hands out, we put all the, the, the operating gown, everything for you. You just do the operation. And the operation is to teach people how to invest. That's all. They say, well, not bad day like that. So, 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 so he said, then we share a certain percentage of revenue. Uh, you just He's definitely a good salesman. He just like, he painted a very good, clear solid, picture for right. you. Right? Yeah. Solid, yeah. Then I say, hey, not bad, not bad. No need, yeah. to do, <laughs> no need to do sales, no need to do marketing, which yes. I don't know how to do. Yes. Then I asked him what he needed. He said he needed an office. He needed some uh, people, need me to employ some people. So I put in the capital, employ everything and we kickstart the thing. But uh, it, didn't, it didn't go as well as he think. Yeah. So after a while, that, 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 that friend of mine, he decided to do something else. 
uh, he wasn't a partner in the in the business. He just wanted to start something. Sure. So he went to do something else. I was left stranded with an office with people that I hired, and I decided. I I was thinking, I can close down the office just just profit the rental and and that's it. But one thing that I couldn't stand is like you mean I have to fire people and then make people unemployed because. A few months ago, I was telling them, hey, join my company, we're going to do this and all that uh, yeah. uh, things and stuff together. And suddenly, wow, I, I'm going to make people lose their job. I, I, I realized that I, I couldn't really sleep, you know. I, I, I couldn't do that. So I decided, ah, never mind, just, just see how I can learn marketing, learn everything. And I pick up the skills. So I was an accidental entrepreneur. I was forced into entrepreneurship. Mm. I, I was supposed to be the top surgeon. Now I, I do everything, uh, all, all the preparing of theater, everything I also yeah. have to do. Yeah. So I, I, I started to build this. Uh, and eventually, Somehow, thank God, made into success and it, it grew. Mm. Right. There was the, I started this company called VIC, Value Investing College, at mm. that point in time. Mm. Yeah, and it got bought over subsequently. Mm. Right. Wow. Um, you know, I can really relate to what you just said. Like when you mentioned about how you started, like you just really you didn't have a clear picture. Mm. And then after it was just really more like a step by step thing. Uh-huh. And then it reached a point where it was more like, um, you know, maybe a bit of moral obligation right. for, your, you know, for your team. You, you know, felt that you went through that as well? Yeah, exactly. Like, there was, I, I mean, I, I had some didn't partnership that didn't work out. Yeah, nothing wrong. It's just like we realized that we didn't have the right vision, right, or the right direction. That's right. right? And I think that's very important. So um, there was a lot of times that I just think about, oh, why not just close down, just mm, close down mm. everything, right? But then, wow, we have a team of like just hire a team of like seven, eight people, and each of them has families behind, right? It's, exactly. like, <laughs> it's like, uh, like it's so hard to just like to to let them go sometimes, right? And you you really like gave them a a dream of like what we can do and stuff and it became a, a more like a moral obligation right right that they are following you they, they really place their trust in you that okay at least you you finish the run right right right, right and not just give up halfway yeah at least I, they I care, can make sure they're taken care of uh, yeah mm, mm, mm. so um yeah i think the lesson is that like like most of us we, we didn't start business or whatever with a clear picture in mind at least most of us lah, right we always start off step by step and then one thing lead to another yep yep, yep. Um, it's, a, it's a journey yeah. it's a journey yeah and it's not it's about not giving up in between this period and about like fulfilling responsibility and moral obligations. Yeah, just enjoy the journey. Uh. It's like, uh, I mean, things are not going to be smooth. Like. You can't climb a smooth mountain, right, they say. Yeah. So the fun part is the climbing <laughs> part, the, the, the trying to figure things out part. Yeah. It, it's actually quite fun after yeah. a while. But today you look back, I think you are, you are glad it happened, right? I'm sure. I'm not too sure I would say <laughs> <yet>. that, you know. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm, not, I, I'm really not too sure whether I will take the same path again. Oh, yeah. uh, but, but I will say, the best reward was actually all the friendship and, and, and seeing people grow. Mm. I, I think that that's the part that makes me... I, I didn't realise that was in me, but when I saw the people around me grow to a next phase, taking on leadership position, becoming the next speaker, wow, that really makes me excited now. Mm. Yep. Mm. Wow. Um, okay, so how do you then um, transit from being a speaker mm-hmm. um, into... Now you're doing a lot more YouTube. Right, right, right. Doing right. a lot more uh, videos online. Right? Yes. More like an influencer route. Yes. Okay. Uh, and leading this uh, new movement of uh, uh, new wave entrepreneur movement, mm-hmm. right? So can you tell us more a bit about like what was the transition? Why was there a transit? Mm. And you know what is this new wave entrepreneur all about? Okay. Uh, so I want to talk about this YouTube thing like, Because in Singapore, I think uh, our knowledge of YouTube or, or becoming a YouTuber, it is not as advanced as other countries. Mm. Again, it was quite funny. Uh, a lot of the starting out of this new ventures, yes. right? It is, it is quite accidental. I was in Japan actually. And I was invited there to give a, a talk about investing. So I, I realized that uh, the Japanese didn't understand English. Okay, that was the first time I, I went to Japan. Seriously, yeah. the first time ever yeah. I went to Japan. Yeah. So when I was there, right, I realized they, they can't understand English. I, I, I didn't know how bad it was, you know. Okay. Then uh, one of my friends actually uh, told me that he has a friend there in Japan. And that, that, that gentleman, he was from Malaysia. And he could speak both English and Japanese. Mm. So he stepped out and helped me to become a translator. And he really helped mm. me a lot, you know. Throughout the whole entire, uh, my conference, he went there. And then he even spoke to the Japanese uh, about what I do. What he, he, he sold the program for me, you know. It's, mm. quite, it's quite interesting. Mm. So after the whole entire stressful period, right, like two, three days, I sat down with him. I thanked him a lot. And I said, hey, uh, his name is called Shen Lim. I said, Shen Lim, uh, by the way, what is it that you do? I've never had the time to ask you because I was so busy scrambling. And then he told me that he's a, he's a, he's a YouTube management company. Mm. So I said, what does that do? You know, it sounds very fuzzy because I, I don't know about how YouTubers work. Mm. Then he explained to me the whole entire works of YouTube. And I was so impressed. I realized that, wow, YouTube is a very powerful channel. Mm. In Singapore, we are very used to Facebook. Mm. Facebook, Instagram is social media. Mm. When you open your Facebook, all you see is, 
either your friends posting or ads. Mm. On YouTube, when you open YouTube, you don't see your friends. You see actually, uh, based on what you have been searching, uh, YouTube push some information to you. Mm. So Facebook is actually more of like a, a really social media. Mm. YouTube is more of like organic reach. Very, very interesting. So he taught me about YouTube and I began to listen to his instruction. I posted one or two videos. Some of them, uh, some of them accidentally became viral. Actually, it's not really an accident. Uh. There were some strategies. Mm. But of course, the strategies increased the chance. Yeah. Uh, when it became viral, one I remember... was the One Punch Man. Yeah, the One Punch Man video. Challenge? Yeah, that yeah. one is quite funny. How many funny. views do you get eventually? Right now, it's about 12 million. Wow. Yeah, so... Actually, after doing for 30 days, I'm quite tired. I don't want to yeah. do it anymore. But when viral, then people can recognize me. Yeah. So if I suddenly become fat again, uh, I'm a liar, you know. So I have to continue yeah. doing. So, so, so thank God it became viral. Yeah. Uh, but I realized the power of YouTube. Yeah. And I, but, but, but by the time, right, I was very interested in educating people already. Yeah. When I started educating people, it was for money, for glory, for the fame. But subsequently, I realized it is a very important mission. Yeah. Even for myself, if uh, Mary Buffett did not, teach us how to invest the correct way, I would have still been stuck with all the debt of my friends. I realized education can change life. If you teach people something that you know, you don't know who you can impact. You know? It's so powerful. And YouTube, wow, I can reach 12, millions, 12 million people. And, and subsequently, all those people watching the, the, the videos, right? They, they ask me a lot of questions and they show me the pictures of their before and after. Wow, there's so much we can do. Wow. So this, I, I realized we, we need to do more. Yeah. And, and okay, to me, I enjoy doing it. Uh. Not, not everybody likes, likes doing that. Yeah. I, I, I don't... I don't mind doing that. I, I think I've passed over the fame portion of, of, of the thing. Mm. I'm not so interested in fame anymore, but I'm interested to get the message out. I think it's very important now. Mm, mm. Right. So there's leverage also, right? Because like what we just mentioned, like 12 million. Yeah, correct. That when you, when your, your effort can be now be multiplied. That's right. Impact a lot of people. That's right. Right. And I think there was this word that I learned from uh, this guy called Caleb Maddox. Mm -hmm. uh, he, said, he said this thing called about... Oh, the young like, boy, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, a lot of people are focusing on like passive income. Right. You know, he's focusing on passive impact. Right. Passive right. impact, wow. Right now, your video is still making an impact. That's right, right. that's Even, right. You're making impact when you sleep, not just making an income when you sleep. That's right, that's right. right. Amazing. So, so YouTube has the ability to do that. Yes, YouTube has the ability to do that. Okay. So the, the Facebook portion went viral for a while, mm. but I realized for Facebook, right, it, it went viral and then it went down. Yep. So it's like uh, some other videos will, will overtake you, okay? Yep. But for YouTube, right, the more people search for, the more views it gets, yep. the more popular it becomes. Yep. And then it, be, it, it gains more and more views. That's, a, that's a, like a compounding effect. So Facebook initially spike up, then go down. YouTube slowly grows up. Mm. So you, if you do both, right, it's very powerful. Got I wouldn't it. say I'm expert in both of them, but I, 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 saw, the, I saw the results. Yep. So what was, um, I mean, the biggest challenge starting out in this whole new arena uh, of, um, you know, going to YouTube ah, when okay. you were speaking, right? Right, right, like right. What was the biggest challenge that you had to face? Interestingly, right, I, I think it depends on our character and what we are more used to. For me, I'm those kind that don't, don't mind testing new things. The most it feels is okay. Mm. So for me, uh, just do video, just do lah. Good or not, people see or not, bad comments, I don't really care. Yeah. The funny thing is this, uh, I realized my greatest challenge is when I saw success. So when my One Punch Man video became successful, when some of the videos got more than 10,000, 20,000 views, right? The video after that, right, I had challenge. Because now I felt a certain pressure. I say, oh no, what if my next video isn't as, as, as yeah. successful? And I got <laughs> yeah. stuck for a long time, you know. It's like, I, I realized I think too much. Initially, when I start, I don't think so much. When I achieve success, I begin to get stuck. Oh dear, I'm famous now. I need to be more aware of what I do. Mm. Then I realize I'm just talking myself out of certain things. So the challenge is not so much of failures, but my, 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 mm. my I would say, Achilles heels is actually more of success than failure. It's very interesting. When I hit to success, I begin to self-sabotage. Mm. So uh, different people work differently. Yeah. So, but that, that's how, how I felt. Oh, wow. Okay. So because of that initial <laughs> success, you turns out you, you are more aware of like your actions and everything. And, and then it, you... A lot of self-reflection. A lot of self-reflection. Because I, I, I think I achieved success in quite a number of areas because I'm not so afraid to fail. I just test and test and test. Yeah. After, I mean, after I lose 60,000, like, I have to go and say sorry to my friend. I don't think anything can be worse. Yeah. YouTube people say bad comments. I'm not so, not, not so affected. Yeah. So I just post. But it's when you do well, right, then suddenly your psychology change. Mm. Because it hey, was next. Mm. Because now you've got things to lose. Because mm. initially I have nothing to lose. Now I've got something to lose. It becomes scarier. Hey, by, yeah. by, by the way, you, you, your, 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 your podcast is about... Uh, okay, me message from the mass, is it? Uh, mass, uh, your, message your mass from is your the, message. Your mass is your message. Yes. You, I, I feel that this is one big problem in, in, in Singapore right now. I know this, this is global, this is international. Yes. But I feel that in, in more well-to-do country, right, we have things to lose. That, that's why it's harder for people to become successful. Not, mm. not because we don't have the strategies, not because we don't have the resources, but because we have them. Mm. That's why we have, we have the fear of losing them. 
So it's, it's, it's more difficult, you know. So the fear of losing yeah. causes us to not achieve success. I, f- I feel so. I feel that when I went to, uh, I mean, we, I became an international speaker for a while. Mm. I went to Vietnam. I went to many other countries, right? People are so hungry. They take a lot of action. Mm. But in a more well-to-do country like Singapore or mm. like in a certain other countries, right? Wow. People are more resistant to change. Mm. This is this is this is. I, I feel it's sad, uh. You know, we hear from people go from wrecks to riches, right? Yeah. They usually they go a downturn, they hit with something hard, and then they turn around. Yeah. But but in Singapore, or, or, okay, I, I shouldn't just say Singapore. In quite yes. a number of countries, yes. it is like they are well to do already, yes. not successful enough. They are unhappy where they are, yeah. but not painful enough to change. Yeah. And they are stuck there not, forever. Not willing to take risks as well, right? To yeah. lose to lose what they have. Like. It is worse than being mm. in the wrecks. Because you're, you're I, I stuck. You're stuck, and for the rest of your life, is it's mm. going to be like that. Mm. So that's why maybe now is a good time. Yeah. For the crisis, I mean, crisis sometimes can be good. Yes. Yes. Yep. I think so too. Um, you know what was interesting is that um, when when you mentioned that, it reminds me of this. Uh, it reminds me of something that Tim Ferriss shared. Mm-hmm. He shared this thing called um, you know how a lot of people like to do goal setting. Yes. Yes. And you know sometimes it just doesn't work, right? Like you set goals, you don't hit it. You know, like a lot of people like set New Year resolutions. Right. You know. By the end of Jan, they stop. <laughs> they stop working towards it, right? Right. They sign up gym membership at the start. You know, two weeks later, they stop going. Um, so there was something that's more important than goal setting, and mm-hmm. he, had, he had this concept called fear setting. Fear setting. That means okay. you set your fear. Like a lot of us, ah. we don't take action. Right. It's because we are we are fearful. Right. Right. Uh, inaction is a fear of action. Got it. Because Got we it. are afraid to do something. That's right. And one of the most uh, amazing um, question that. The, or a tool that he gave was the first question was to ask yourself what do you have to lose mm, okay okay and that changes the dynamics because when you ask yourself what do you have to lose then you realize that actually not much to lose mm-hmm. then you will take action right right so if you go on youtube you actually can search tim ferris mm-hmm. fear setting it was it's actually a tech talk right so um yeah there's a series of questions you can ask yourself to get yourself out of fear mm-hmm. and the first question is like what's the worst that can happen yes then you realize that actually there's not much for us to lose. Yes. Then you will take action. Yes, so yes. So that, that sounds like what you what you had because like a lot of people, they don't take action. They don't want to start a business or they're afraid to, um, you know, move up or they're mm. afraid to scale the company because they're afraid of more issues. They're, they're afraid that when they take higher risks, they lose more. Uh, but I think the mentality you had was that you're nothing to lose. Yep, yep, that's right, that's right. Right. And can I just be very, very, very frank with you? I started seeing some of your earlier YouTube video at the start. Uh-huh. It wasn't very good. Okay, I, I think Honest. it's <laughs> terrible. Please don't watch that. <laughs> no, no, but but uh. but it's precisely that that when you finally hit the viral one, which mm. is the One Punch Man challenge, and I saw it went viral, mm-hmm. it changes my whole perspective mm-hmm. of like what you were doing because like you were just trying and doing different ideas, and you were not afraid to fail. You were not afraid to even look bad. Not afraid of bad comments. Mm. And because of that consistency, you finally hit something that, that works. Yep, yep. Right? Right. And then that gave you the traction you need for today, right? That's right, that's right. Mm. So, so I mean, uh, talking about that, right, I, I, I think this is probably how you become successful as well in your own rights. Mm. You also tested many things. We, we do know exactly which is the thing that will, yeah. will like go viral or make you successful. Yeah. So it's uh, just, just keep going. Yeah. yeah, just keep going. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I think the next thing I want to ask you was, um, tell me more about this uh, new wave entrepreneur. Mm. Like, what is this new wave entrepreneur about? What is this movement about? Okay, so this new wave entrepreneur, right? It is an idea coined by my team to say that, uh, you know, nowadays the entrepreneurs, right? We, in the past, in the past, I, I think that a, a lot of us, we got like secrets to keep, like a secret recipe of KFC or, or whatever things like a secret trade, trademark secret or trade secret. We, we feel that in this day and age, right? In the information technology age, there's no more secret. Mm. So instead of letting people go and find our secret, I mean, some of our competitors will be trying to figure out how you do certain things. Why don't you just, just share with everyone? Now, when you share, there's a few things that happen. Number one is you attract people who wants to work with you yes. because now they know what you are really capable of and your authenticity shows. Yes. Because like, wow, it's a, it's a whole new idea of thinking. But you have to break away from the past where uh, people are afraid, oh, if I share, then people will copy me. If I share, then my customers don't need yes. me anymore. It's not like that. Actually, yeah. when you share, you yeah, get, totally more, yeah. you get more, more traction. Yes. And the second thing is when you share, right, you become more accountable for your actions and you become better. So, so it's, it's very powerful. So, so this whole new wave idea, right, is, is really to be sharing all your open secrets yes. and the whole entire world, the whole entire community, even your, your rivals or competitors, I mean, I use these words uh, 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 as it is, right? Your people who are like 
in the same industry as you, they will learn, they will become better, and that force you to become better, mm. and everyone becomes better. So this is the it whole entire the movement. standard of the industry, right? Yeah. The whole industry, yes. the whole entire world will, will, will really benefit. Yeah. Yeah. So so it is, the consumer benefit as well. That's right. That's right. Mm. Uh, probably they, they call it the abundance mindset, where you just believe that well, you don't have to be afraid to really give. Yeah. Okay. Because when, when you give, right, yeah. it, it will come back to you in some some way. So just just share. I yep. think that's a very interesting topic and I want to talk uh, a bit about it is because mm. like, especially we live in Singapore. Mm. We are, I mean, okay, we are a bit more westernized, but still we are, I mean, by blood, we are Asians, right? Yep, that's right. And because we have this Asian culture, right? Asian culture has this, um, this scarcity mindset okay. where we are not willing to share. So I'll give you an example, okay? Uh -huh. You just mentioned about how like abundance, sharing, and I believe in that. I always tell people like, give your best stuff for free. That's mm. how you build your brand. That's right. Just give your best stuff for free. Your comparison is not willing to give it. And honestly, in this information age, right, nothing you know is a secret anyway. That's right. And what you know can be updated tomorrow anyway. Why yep. not just give it up for free to build your brand? Yep, yep, yep. And I always use this example, uh, and this is actually a real, real example I see in different industries. So for example, um, you see the Western world, mm -hmm. celebrity chef, right. Gordon Ramsay, That's right, right. all these people, right? They share the recipes, huh? Yeah. Do you realize like they always Correct. do video and they will share the re recipe openly. Correct. So then when I cook steak, I always use Gordon Ramsay's uh, recipe. But if you, interestingly, when you look at uh, Asia... We got Yen can cook, Yen can cook. But after that, there's no more. as famous, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, look at like, uh, like for example, uh, Gordon Ramsay, his network, I get where you're, I get where you're going to. That was 150 mil. Yep. No one in Asia, yeah. or at least from what I know, mm. uh, is anywhere close, mm -hmm. right? Because a lot of Asian chefs have this mindset of like, Oh, I have this uh, mi fang, right? Which is right. <laughs> which is secret recipe yep. that I cannot share with people, yep. right? Especially like, ho our hawker culture mm. and all that. Even in our media, sometimes this happened. I remember last time when I was young, I, I, I grew up watching uh, media of like uh, 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 people keeping a laksa recipe or, or yep. a nasi lemak recipe. Yeah, it's always so, secret, it's right? It's always very secret, right? You cannot right. share with people. Yeah. And, and that's why like, like they are not growing as fast. Um, so, so I think the point is that when you share, mm. you actually don't lose out. And now you grow more. That's right, that's right. But, but now that you mentioned, right, it makes sense because uh, again, uh, one privilege I had is to really uh, like interact with different speakers from different parts of the world, right? So there's a different, very different mindset. In, in Singapore, right, or, or in, in Asia, a lot mm. of people ask me, hey, Sean, how come you got so many speakers? Like, like, uh, like you can work with so many speakers like, like Rash, like Glenn, like Chloe, so, so many of them. Mm. And we, we do the similar kind of... Uh, 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 like speeches, we did, did similar kind of like uh, workshops, but we work together as a group. Mm. So they, they asked me, how can I duplicate them? Then I say, oh, you have to train people. And, and the first thing they always ask me is this, but what if you train them and they leave you? Mm. So <laughs> this is the number yeah, one question, yeah. you know. Then, then I say, wow, this one has never occurred to me, but thanks, thanks for, thanks for uh, telling me. Then, then I ask them, so if yeah. they leave you, how? Mm. They say, then you create another competitor who knows all your secrets, you know. So mm. I'm thinking, well, that may happen, but, but all I'm looking for is those that won't leave me. I mean, we can stay together. We have synergy. We believe that when we work together, we are stronger, right? Then, you're, you're, then, then you can duplicate yourself. Otherwise, you'll always be the one speaking. You'll always be the brand. You'll always be the one doing everything. And once you're gone, the whole business is, is gone. Yeah. It's very interesting. But, but in, 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 in the States, in other countries, right? The other speakers, when I ask them things, right? They are very willing to share. Mm. Where else in, in yeah, Asia? I, a little bit. Yes, a little I bit lesser. Well. Yeah. yeah. When I was in US, uh, when I was part of this whole ClickFunnels coaching community, yeah. everyone's so open. You know, they're, they're willing to share their, their struggles, yep. the yep. issues they're going through, and everybody learn from it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, and, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to create this podcast because mm. I, wanted, I wanted more people, I want to inspire more people, especially in Asia, mm. to share our struggles, to share our mess. Okay. Right, so that we can learn from each other. Yes, we should. We should. Yeah. Yeah, we are, we are all humans, right? So just, mm. I mean, what's there to lose, right? Like, yeah. like what you mentioned. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what does, okay, so once again, what does a new web entrepreneur do? So he, they, they will share their, yeah. the stuff that they know, whatever. Yes, but what, correct. Through what medium? Okay, uh, basically through social media, through YouTube and all this, because it's, it's the place where, like what you mentioned, passive impact. Mm. So put out your best ideas out there. And, and, and let me share with you why, why new wave entrepreneur. And of course, there's uh, certain strategies on doing that. Uh, let, mm. me, let me just share with you some examples. Yeah. Uh. So for example, I have this, I've, I've, I've this, I've this, but you have, you have to think of it uh, a little bit differently, okay? So example, I have this uh, a financial advisor who came to me and said, okay, I also want to be a new wave entrepreneur. So I said, okay, then you have to share openly what you do. Mm. Okay, but you also need to position it correctly, need to do your research. Mm. So he said, okay, what I do is I, I, I do insurance, financial planning, correct? Yeah. Then I say, well, you also got to understand the market. If you become a financial planning expert, uh, in fact, it is just a very, I would say, norm in the, in the industry. Yeah. People expect you to be the expert. You got to know all this. Yeah. And, and even if you're an expert in financial planning, right, you, you, you also need to learn how to stand out from the crowd. 
So you have to position yourself, how can you value add? So new wave entrepreneur right, also needs to grow and value add. Mm. So instead of be becoming a financial planning expert, you become a financial uh, or wealth creation expert or, or maybe let's say retirement expert. So then the selling becomes very natural, mm. but also in a way that is uh, really service providing. Mm. If you become a retirement expert or a wealth creation expert, right, or wealth planning expert, maybe for let's say families, also got to go into like, uh, he's, he's the expert in uh, marketing. Yeah. La, so like yeah. niche, niche segments and all that. Yeah. So let's say financial planning for young couples who have uh, children. So let's say you create content for them and tell them, okay, step one, you should actually plan for a child, plan this, plan that. And one of the portion definitely is insurance. Right? Mm. But because they come to you learning how to hold, know the whole entire plan of uh, uh, planning something for their, their family and their child, mm. the portion where there's like uh, insurance and you share with them openly. Don't, don't, don't force them to buy things from you. Just share, you, you need insurance, you need this kind of insurance. Mm. You can go Aviva, Prudential, anywhere. And you share openly what are the advantages, disadvantages. Mm. Somehow when you do that, right, people will trust you. Say, hey, this guy, he shared with me so openly, I'd rather trust this person. A lot of times, people don't buy the product. They buy the, they buy the person. I, I think yeah. we all know that. Yeah. Yeah. So always. this is the whole idea of New Way Entrepreneur. But yeah. you have to have the mindset of don't, don't always bash your competitor's product. Openly share how, what you think about them. Share what is the advantages of yours, the advantages of theirs. Uh, and and, and it, will, it will do well. Mm. So this is a little bit different. Uh. Be very open about how you think about things. Okay. So in, in short, are they like content creators as well? So they create content, Definitely. Create videos? Definitely. Mm. So examples for myself, right? Some of the modern new wave entrepreneurs that we call, right? Are people like Elon Musk, uh, Jack Ma, uh, Rachel Branson. Ra Rachel Branson is a classic one. Mm. Now you think about it. Why, why does Rachel Branson need to write books? Mm. Is he writing books because he wants to make money from books? Mm, it, definitely not. Yeah. yeah, he's also sharing yeah. his entrepreneurial uh, yeah. secrets, his experiences. And one thing amazing, I, I don't know, have you met Rachel Branson uh, at events before? No, not yet. Yeah. I, I, I'm very shocked, you know, because uh, when I see his videos, his pictures, right, he looks like someone who is very uh, uh, wow, very, yeah. very, very, like, uh, uh, out, uh, outgoing, right? When I meet him in real life, right, he's so shy, you know. He's so shy, he's so spoken. And then it gets me thinking, like, why is he on stage? He, he seems like he has stage fright, you know. Yeah. And I realized that he, 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 he decided that this whole entire thing of sharing secrets openly, sharing his business model and idea, right? It is part of the strategy of building his business. Mm. Because when you share openly, your whole brand, right, becomes so authentic. Mm. And when you think of Virgin, you think of it as being yes. a, a brand that's different from the rest. Yeah. It, it's, it's not just another uh, airline, it's not just another gym, but it's a Virgin brand, you know. Mm. The branding becomes unique and it's tagged to Richard Branson. Mm. Yeah, so, so it's very powerful. Well, and, I mean, even a billionaire is doing that. Why, why shouldn't we be doing that? Right? Yeah, that's right. I think because he's doing that, that's why he's a billionaire. Mm. Of course, there, there, there are people who become billion, billionaires without doing that as well. Yeah, yeah. But I there's think this is... exception, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. There, okay. there are things that... I mean, it depends on yourself. If you love to share, mm. you, you, you should do that. It, it, it's very fun as well. Mm. It's rewarding. Mm. Um, so I wanted to ask you the next question. I want to spend some time to talk about the market right now. Yes, yes. But just nice, when we talk, as we are talking about this new web entrepreneur, I realise how important it is, right? currently in this season right now right especially when the market is uncertain especially when the economy is bad yeah i think this is even a better time to capitalize on it right yes and take advantage of that by sharing your best stuff for free yes and because people are lost they're looking for leaders yes on the digital world on, yes. on the social media because now now you can't really meet people face to face and, uh, and and a lot of people they are resistance to like learn how to do youtube and all that now now, now is the best time like I say, a lot of people, we are comfortable, right? Yes. So only when something happens, then uh, from the rex to riches portion, now this is the time something is happening. Yeah. So you got to change, evolve or, or, or die. Yeah. Evolve or die. Can I just add that? So I think the best time was three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> right, because if you have started building your brand, because uh, I've I, I been telling people that like, if you have been prepared, because a lot of people, when they do well, they become complacent. That's right. right? That's they, right. Stop, they stop growing, they stop, you know, they didn't build any online brand or digital presence. And then now when this whole thing crashed, um, they lose like what 50-70% of their business yep. right yep. and now they are scrambling to, to do something about it right? That's right. so I think the best time was 3 years but the second best time is still now yes it's now I think there are still a lot of people who are panicking but yet not doing anything they are playing defensive uh, maybe trying to cut costs right mm -hmm. instead of thinking about how to grow while there are some people here right now will take the time of slow down mm. to really just replan their strategy learn gain new knowledge right and start planting the seed now Consolidate right. and then yeah, move on so to the next so wave. So when the market recover or when the economy recover, they have at least something. Because I think people have this illusion that marketing right is something they can do tomorrow, mm -hmm. but it's not. Like when people hire us in our agency, it takes us three months to launch the funnel for them. Okay. At least three months, right? So some clients come to us right now in this season where mm -hmm. their business goes down, oh. and then they ask us, uh, "Can we launch the funnel next month?" Uh huh. So like, 
I'm not a, you know, I'm not a genie. Yeah, I'm not a <laughs> genie, you know. I cannot just like, like that. It, it takes time to create offer, it takes time to create funnel, it takes time to create, to run traffic. And it, it, it takes us expert minimally three months. Mm -hmm. If you do it yourself, maybe longer than that. Right. And that's why it's always important to start. I, I believe it's yes. always important to start early. Start, start right now. Right, yeah. but even right now, it's still not too late. Right? That's right, because, that's right. So I want to talk a bit more about the, the market. So the market looks like, the economy looks like it's um, because <clears> of the whole COVID virus, because of the yep. whole situation, it looks yep. like it's, we are going in a recession or already in a recession? We are already in a recession, yeah. Okay, what are your thoughts on this right now um, for the next few months? What is your outlook? Okay, uh, depends on, oh, what is my outlook? Yes. I, I, I personally think the worst is yet to come. Okay. Uh, and, well, today, uh, the, the date of recording this podcast is 26, right? Yesterday, a lot of people went, went partying. 26 <laughs> of uh, March. Yeah, a lot of yes. people went partying and, and, and there's so much complacency and, yes. and, uh, I, we, we can see we can see the numbers growing mm. and this is really impacting business uh, there will be more government measures mm. to, to to really help help the countrymen but this will affect the businesses in the short run yeah. things is going it's going it's going to we're going to take a, a, a hit mm. we're going to take a hit mm. we're going to into a crisis so the worst is yet to come I believe things are going to be worse uh, when I talk about things is worse to come meaning you say in terms of real business profits it's going to be affected in terms of stock market investing it's going to go lower in my opinion because we have yet to even report what are the what are the real earnings uh, uh, losses and things like that because when, of because of this virus yes correct once once it is once it is already like uh, uh, announced i think things will be worse in my opinion okay yeah and it takes some time to recover it's not like instantly uh, next day things will recover anyway okay so so to me i think it's it's going to take some time okay so what are you doing right now um to prepare for the worst Okay. You say the worst is yet to come, right? So yes, correct. what are you doing right now to prepare for the worst? Okay, when I say the worst is yet to come, I'm talking about in terms of the virus spread yes. affecting the businesses. Yes. So interestingly for... So will the economy get worse also with this whole Of course, of course. Right? Like, like I, I think definitely so. Because you can see like, uh, e even for my, my uncle, my dad, who is uh, working on certain businesses, they, they employ a lot of, let's say, uh, foreign workers. Mm. Now they are stuck somewhere, you know. They can't even come and work. Mm. So, so if the business cannot cannot continue, they cannot provide services and things like that, that definitely is going to affect the company. Yeah. And someone, and, and if people, like the companies are being affected, uh, my, some of my friends, they are going on no pay leave and things like that. Yeah. So when people do like not airlines have- Airlines and all that, right? 70, correct. 70, 97 of uh, Singapore Airlines, that's right. all, all cancelled or, or that's right, not that's right. anymore. Yeah? And it's quite a big industry, you know? Yes. So if this group of people, they are not going to get paid for like one month or even longer, what will their spending patterns be like? It will be, they'll be more vigilant, they'll be spending less, uh, they'll be more yes. prudent. So if they spend less, right, if I'm a business, means I have less customer. Yep. And if I have less customer, my business goes down, I have to actually uh, fire more people, you see. Yes. I mean, when it comes to the, the yes. when I have no more choice. And when more, more people get fired, less spending power and business, it's, it's, a, it's a cycle, it's a cycle repeats. So it will take some time before it tapers off and then a bounce back again. So it will definitely take some time. Okay. So what can we do to prepare ourselves you should have prepared three months ago, yeah. three years ago, yeah. okay? Yeah. So, so, but now, now if, if let's say you do not have uh, the reserves that's prepared, one thing, one thing, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty thankful that our government has done quite a lot of yes. uh, uh, precautionary measures. Yes. Yes. They have done a lot of uh, uh, forward thinking. Are they perfect? No. Are there things to complain about? Go ahead and complain on their Facebook page. But, but I think that they're doing a really good job compared to any other most of the country out there. That's right. Yes. I, I, I don't know whether anyone can do a better job than them uh, mm. uh, right now, mm. but... We, we should take them as a benchmark. Meaning you say, have you prepared yourself in terms of finances? Have you prepared yourself in terms of business continuity? Uh, think ahead. Uh, I don't know, by the time we launch this, will there be a lockdown? Are you beginning to think of lockdown already if, if a lockdown hasn't come? So, uh, are, you, are, you, are you planning ahead? If this lasts for one year, what can you do? So, for, for my company, we actually plan ahead. Of course, it will never be perfect. There are things that we can't expect. But at least having a plan is better than having no plan. You don't start from scratch. So for us, we already plan like, okay, we are good. I mean, we have all the Zoom calls. We know what each other is supposed to do. And we were very, very fortunate. Uh, thank, thank God again. Mm. We started exploring mm. online courses, online products yes. and services. Yes. Uh, more than one, two years ago. And uh, back, back then, it was just R&D. And now yeah. it became one of our, we call it a lifeboat. Yes. It became like our <laughs> yeah, yeah, lifeboat. So, yes. so it's, it's keeping us afloat. And we are quite excited because we are prepared. Mm. We, we didn't know this would happen, mm. but, but thank God we actually evolved, right? Mm. Mm. So if, if you have not done anything, mm. now you have to work doubly hard. Okay, don't give up. Mm. Really think of fresh ideas. Don't always think of defensive, like what you mentioned. Yeah. You keep saving money, right? How, how, long can you, how long can you 
like last. Exactly. Think of what else you can do besides defending, think of attacking. Work doubly hard, you have to stay out late at night, you have to go and uh, learn more things, you have to do more jobs, mm. go and do. Uh, don't, don't break the law by, by, yes. by, if you're supposed to stay at home, please stay at home. But yes. think of what you can do at home. Yes. Yeah, be, be creative, you can do a lot of things. A lot yeah. of things, right. So, you know, just now we were just mentioning about new wave entrepreneur. Yes, correct. Right. I think this is even more relevant right now. I mean, That's even right. people who are quarantined can still do videos at home. Yes, they can. Right. I mean, you're already quarantined at home for 14 days. Why not make the best use of it? Yes, correct. Right. correct. So, so tell us more about like how much more will this be relevant and you know, what can people do at home? Okay, great. Yeah, advertising time, right? Advertising yeah, time. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so, okay. What, what we do is, right, we create online courses because I, I really believe, right, this is my uh, key belief that everyone can learn something from everyone. Mm -hmm. So, there's something I can learn from Gabriel. There's something I can learn from uh, Jimmy. There's something I can learn from everyone, you know. Mm -hmm. I cannot be better than you in everything. Yes. So, if there's something I can learn from you, right, meaning to say there's a value you can provide to me and therefore, what, 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 what does businesses do? They provide value, they solve a problem, and that's where they get paid. Mm. So every individual, you can get paid when you do this uh, portion. But uh, for me, my strength is in education. So translate what you know into an educational product. It can be an online course, it can be an ebook. For me, I like online course because mm. now videos is, is, is much more powerful. Yeah. Because some people learn through visual, through audio, but video, you can actually have most of it. Live courses is still the best because you can do Q&A and things like that. Mm. So I, I actually help like piano teachers launch online courses, mm. uh, stay-at-home moms who do cooking launch online courses, Korean teacher. Wow. They, they, they know all these things. So we launch online courses and it gives them some income. Yes. And it, it need not be so professional. Okay, this, this whole entire video setting is, is, is wonderfully done. <laughs> yeah. uh, for, yes. for me, most of my yes. online courses is done using my phone. Uh, sorry yes. for the... Uh, no, no, low don't, quality. <laughs> don't, don't, you don't, so I, I mean like, for us, because we can afford it. I yes, mean, we, correct. We, we, we decided to invest in oh, it. Oh, and you keep improving. Yeah, we yes. keep improving. We didn't yep. start out like that. Yeah, we when we start, start off, off with just our phone. Yes, right. right. And our, our phone is very good already. Exactly. Yes. Right. So use a phone, share something, and there are certain methods. Of course, we, we do have our online course, teaching people how to launch all this. Uh, pr probably I'll drop you some link, some information. Sure, I'll probably drop some link here, yeah. But now, now a lot of the information, same thing. New Wave Entrepreneur. I'm giving a lot of the information for free, you know. Seriously, I just want to help people get some jobs. I, 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 feel, I feel a lot when people like, have to worry about feeding their family and, yeah. and, and losing jobs, not be able, being able to pay for their mortgage. Yeah. It's one of the scariest things in my opinion, not, yeah. not being able to provide for a family. Yeah. So, so learn, learn all these things. Whether you like to do video, don't like to do video, it can be a written text, it can be a lot of things. When you sell information, I mean, not, not, not those military information, but those experience <laughs> you have. Yeah, when you sell all these, right, there's some value. Someone yeah. out there will learn. By the way, if you are... Whatever country you are in, there's some advantage. Yes. So, and there's certain branding in your country, there's certain branding that you have, you can actually do all this. So please yeah. learn this skill if there's no other ways out. Mm. Uh, this is one possible ways for, yeah. for people to make income. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, so, you know, a lot of my uh, audience are probably people in sales. Uh -huh, small yes. business owners in sales and they always dismiss the idea that like, you know, like how does this even relate to my business? So let's say I'm a financial planner. Yes. Right? How does it even relate to my business creating an info product? Could you share more about that? Okay, I, I give you a very interesting example. I got this student, he sells Kangen water. Mm. So it's, it's a network marketing uh, product. Uh, whether you like it or not, uh, it is depending on you. So he, he finds it very difficult. How, how can I sell Kangen water? He tells his friend, hey, uh, let me tell you the importance of Kangen water. People run away. They say, <laughs> you're going to sell me something, correct? Yes. They, they smell a sales coming. Yes. So again, let, let me share with you one technique that, that I, I, I tell all these same uh, guys for property, to do. Same for insurance, right? Sometimes yeah, well, insurance, smell it coming. Yes. Yeah, insurance, sorry, yes, uh, yeah. No, no time, correct? <laughs> yeah. so, so you must understand, yeah. uh, whatever product that you're offering, I use this method called chunk up and drill down. Okay, what do I mean by that? So Kangen water, chunk up. What industry is this Kangen water in? What exactly are you providing? He realized that, oh, he's providing a better health. So you're in the health industry. You are supposed to become a health expert, not just a Kangen water expert. Okay, because in the health industry, okay, the reason why people think it's a sale, because when you say specifically this product, you do not give people choices. Mm. But when you talk about, I want to help you in your health, and Kangen water is one of the ways, there's choice, and people mm. feel that you're more sincere. There's no conflict of interest yeah. as, as that. It's more like you're just advising people, yeah. hey, you know, uh, how, to, how to improve your health with water, here's a few solutions. That's right. It just happens so that one of the solutions is something that I do offer. Yeah, right. let, let me share with you exactly how you do that uh, yes. if, if you're interested. Yes. So for this uh, gentleman selling kangen water, I told him, what, 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 what can kangen water do? So he said, oh, can improve health, can, 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 can help you slim down, can do a lot of things. Well, basically, it's like magic water. Okay, so when <laughs> yes. you hear that, you feel like, hey, it cannot be. Uh. So, so I say, okay, steady, steady. It's in the health industry, chunk up. Yes. Then drill down to one. Drill down to the one that you feel that is the most 
uh, either you can reach your ideal client or, or the one that people want the most. So you say, okay, Kangen water can improve health. Maybe okay, Kangen water can, can uh, help to lose weight. I say, well, serious, uh, drink water can lose weight. He say, he say, really can, really can. You know, they really believe in it. Uh. Yes. I, I'm not saying that it's true or not true. Yes, then yes. I say, okay, if you truly believe in it, yes. let me help you to package it better. You become a health expert helping people to lose weight. So, so I say, what, what other things do people need in order to lose weight? So I say, they need to exercise. They need to actually uh, uh, wash their diet. They need mm. kangen water. Mm. They need uh, better uh, sleeping and things like that. Mm. So he came up with a few steps on how people can lose weight. So it, is, it, it became a five-step system. Okay, five-step system. So, uh, food, uh, rest, mental, mental health, yeah. uh, hydration, and things like that. Yeah. So, I say, okay, good, good, good. So, now you teach people how to lose weight. And then, you have a system. And then, tell them what to do. So, first one, wow. do, do this, do that, do that. Yeah. By the time they hit the hydration portion, right, he explained, okay, hydration, you need to drink water. And there are different types of water. And one portion is kangen water, which I personally really believe. And I, I, I even sell them. Yeah. So, but you don't need to buy them, but I truly believe in it. If you don't want kangen water, you can drink uh, maybe lemon water. So, he gave different options. Yeah. But by the time... He reached step four, which is hydration, right? Yeah. People have benefited so much from yes. his learning. When he say kangen water, people buy from him. Yes. And they don't even know that he's a kangen water salesperson uh, before that. They, they keep thinking that he's a, he's a weight loss expert. And you know what's the funny, funniest thing? He's not even, he doesn't even look slim, okay? But, but, <laughs> okay. but it's very funny, you know, he yeah. launched his course, he made 20 over $1,000. Wow. His kangen water continues to sell. Yeah. Because people want to learn how to lose weight. People yes. don't want to learn how to buy kangen water. Buy, yes. You see that? So, wow, yeah. that, so insurance, same thing, chunk up, yes. drill down. Yes. Anything, chunk it works. Chunk up, drill down. Yeah, correct. That is amazing. By the way, if you guys are watching this or listening to this, right, you need to replay that again. Because like... Because I that, talk too fast. No, no, that, was, <laughs> no, no, that is go. I'm not kidding. That is go. You need to listen to it a few times because uh, it took me a while to understand this concept. Okay. Because um, it happened so that just... Um, uh, one month ago, I was doing a free, I was doing a free sharing. Right. Sharing about how do you frame this together. So I was teaching people how to create a framework. Mm -hmm. So it's like instead of selling that product, you sell the framework. So the framework is like step one, step two, step ah. three. But one of the steps is the product you're selling. That's right, that's right. Right. So it's in a way you're selling information because the step one, step two, step three is the information. That's right, that's right, exactly. Right? And you're just sharing the exact same thing. That means these are things that, you know, people it works. Are, it works, right? It works. That's why people are using it. That's right, it works. Yeah. Uh, and, and one more thing, very important, right? I, I prefer to give your, your, because you are the teacher now, correct? Give them choices. Example, if let's say I'm teaching stocks, mm. and uh, example, I have some affiliate mm. program with a, a certain brokerage, uh, there will be a lot of conflict of interest. You will tend to oversell and say, wow, this brokerage is the best. Don't do that. Give them choices. Say, you can choose A, B, or C. Personally, I use C because I believe in certain things, but you have your own choice. Mm. But, but don't, don't, don't make it so obvious like you are like, like favoring C yes. so much. Yes. Really be very neutral, be, be, be open-minded, be new yes. wave. That's yes. the whole idea. Oh, that's awesome. That's really good stuff. Um, I think one, just one last thing is, mm -hmm. uh, because so far we've been giving a lot of advice on like more like entrepreneurs and you know, people who are in self-employed. Right. Um, what about investors? Because like, I do have some audience who are investors. So like, what should they be doing to prepare like, you know, is this like when you mentioned that like the worst is uh, yet, yet to, to come. come? Yeah. So like, uh, when do they, you know, do they if they are, if they are stocks in the market right now, should they exit? You know, should they wait? Um, you know, what should they be doing right now? Okay. And also, I don't. Uh, there's also something that I, I learned from you mm -hmm. from, from uh, your class. Um, oh, okay. I attended your class many years ago. Oops. So <laughs> no, I learned really good stuff. Okay. One of the things that, that that struck me right uh, was the story you told at the beginning of this podcast. You mentioned uh -huh. about how like. Uh, most people are not able to beat market. Right, 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 right. Because no one is able to kind of predict when's the highest and when's the lowest, yep. right? Mm. So there's always this um, concept where people are like, okay, I wait, for, I wait for the market to drop more, lowest. Right. But when is the bottom, bottom? Correct, correct. Right? So I don't believe in timing the market. Right. And that's something I learned from you. So could you maybe just share a bit more about, uh, like, as an investor, if they have money in the, in the stock market, what should they be doing right now? Okay. Uh, so I want to share something. Now, first of all, let's go back to the fundamentals. When you buy a stock, what are you actually buying? You are buying a stick of a business, you are investing in a business. So for example, let's say, uh, let's say, let's say Gabriel wants to, wants to, I won't say IPO, but let's say he wants to open up his business for, for people to inject funds to become yeah. a partner. Yeah. So I will look at his business, I will say, oh, will, will I be able to benefit from his business? Yes, he's doing well, he's a wonderful marketer, he's helping a lot of businesses. Yes, I want to take a stick in his business and when his business grow, I benefit from it financially. So you must approach stock in this manner. Mm. Now, so understand, uh, the, the, the real reason for buying the stock is the earnings ability for, for the investor. The next portion is basically setting a budget. At what price do I want to buy the stock? So the valuation portion yeah. is very important. I don't think I will go deep into the valuation right yeah. now. Maybe I'll give you some links where I, I, I teach some videos on yes. uh, valuation, really on how to evaluate stocks, right? Now, but the whole thing is this, you set a budget. So let me give you an example. Um, I remember a few years ago, I, I bought a, a, a Honda car 
uh, me and my wife, right, we look at the car, we say, okay, same, same thing, why are we buying the car? Because of the functionality, because of uh, fuel efficiency, it serves our purposes. We set a budget, we will buy it at $120,000. So at that point in time, COE was high, it was at $140,000. Then one day, the agent gave us a call and said, hey, it dropped to 120, which is the price that you set the budget for. Mm. Then me and my wife say, oh, great, let's go and buy it. Mm. So after we bought it, right, the next day, my wife asked me this. She said, hey, do you think the COE went up or went down? Mm. Okay, meaning to say, did the car price went up or went down? Mm. I told her, I said, hey, please don't tell me, you know? Mm. You, you know why don't tell me? Because I already bought the car. I, 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 I bought the car because I can drive the car, right? Yeah. So if, let's say, how, how do you think I will feel if the, if, the, if the car price went up? Maybe I'll feel... Happy, right? Happy, it's like, yeah. yes, you I bought it at a cheap yes. price, right? But does it change the function of my car? Does it change the size of my car? Yeah. No, it just changed my feeling, right? Yeah. Now, but what if the price, price goes down? Yeah. I feel terrible. <laughs> but the car didn't change. Should so, have waited or all that kind of stuff, but it's all emotional. Yes, correct. Right? Yeah. So same thing for the stocks, if you have bought them at a good price that you perceive to be a good price, unless you believe that the business is going to be destroyed during this coronavirus, meaning to say you didn't do a good assessment of the business. Mm. But if you have uh, bought good businesses, uh, I, I, I actually share my uh, list of 20 stocks in one of my videos recently. Mm. If you have bought like business like, let's say, uh, a Facebook, mm. you bought business like a Google, mm. will coronavirus destroy all these business? Maybe you'll affect them a little bit because some businesses may not be able to advertise as much. Mm. But given two, three years, they will bounce back. I think it's cool. Even mm. if the price drop, don't, don't focus on the, uh, the portion where it, where it drops. Will they drop further? Should you time the market and sell now? Personally, I did it almost one month plus ago when, when I felt that the market was a bit high. Mm. And when I start hearing about the coronavirus, mm. I believe that it's going to drop further. I actually sold off and I, 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 I'm waiting to buy in further now. Now, if you saw your stock prices dropping, should you actually sell them off and buy now? It, it really depends on you. Yeah. If you still Open like the, the business... Same question, right? Yeah. Right to the first question, yeah. Yeah, correct. Is... Will you sell your car, right? After you see the price go up or down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're a beginner investor, I, I suggest you don't, you don't make too much movements. If you are a more seasoned investor, I think that if you believe, like me, the worst is yet to come, mm -hmm. meaning to say economy will be worse, stock price will be lower, it, it will be wise to pull out your cash now and allocate them, reallocate them later at a cheaper price. I mean, it makes sense, correct? Okay. Yeah. But right now, uh, this, this, is, this is what I'm doing. I'm pulling out as cash, I'm putting into the, the stock market later. How much later? Based on valuation. I do a very simple valuation. Okay, uh, by the way, I just bought some uh, Singapore bank stocks. Mm. Uh, just I actually sent out an email blast saying uh, buy Singapore bank stocks because the valuation was low mm. not because of stock price but the valuation these, these three days it went up again I, I, I didn't know it's, it's going to bounce back up I didn't know if it goes down further I, I won't feel sad okay. maybe I'll feel a bit sad but, but, that, <laughs> but it is part of my game plan yeah. what, I, what I will ask my audiences to do my students to do now is right think of yourself as a collector you want to collect 20 of the best businesses in the world to work for you for the rest of your life mm. which are the 20 stocks that you want Probably yourself will be Facebook. I don't know. You're spending money yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, probably I, I'm, I'm you can't win page. them, you buy them, correct? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Facebook. I donate so much to Facebook every month. <laughs> so, donate. <laughs> yeah. Facebook, Google, Microsoft for, for me. Uh, yeah. Facebook, Google, Microsoft. I have uh, tech sectors. I, 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 I'm very uh, interested in Alibaba right now. The valuation is very cheap. I believe that they will do well. Mm. Uh, Tencent Holdings. Mm. Amazon. Amazon is super expensive. So I, I'm not buying them yet. Mm. So I have a list of stocks. You know, These 20 stocks, 20 companies, the CEOs are reporting to you every three months. Mm. Say, hey, Gabriel, <laughs> so this is our report, sir. Uh, yeah. do you, uh, imagine yeah. these 20 guys reporting to you. Yeah. So I'm buying them in phases. Now as they go cheaper, I buy and buy, I collect. I'm going to keep these 20 stocks forever. I'm going to give it to my children. It is an asset. I'm not going to like go short-term, buy in and out. But of course, when market condition changes, I, I may allocate my resources accordingly. Yeah. But think of the 20 stocks that you want. Why 20? Each of them is 5%. In case one of them really go bust, any one of them give you 5% dividend, you cover back already. Quite easy. La. Now DBS give you 5% plus, uh, UOB also almost 5-6%. Yeah. Won't be that risky. Okay, so that's, that's my take. Am I, okay. yeah, am I answering your question? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's, that's really, really good advice. By the way, disclaimer, please do your own research whatsoever. Your don't disclaimer. Buy, don't, don't, yeah, don't his podcast is not my podcast. Anything yeah. you look for him. <laughs> don't he's, buy he's, blindly, don't follow advice blindly. Oh yeah, please don't, please don't. Yeah, yes. Do your own research, okay? Yep. Um, but thank you so much, Sean. I think we received so much from you. Um, I think just want to end it with uh, letting the audience know mm -hmm. um, how can they find you, where can they find you, uh, any resources that you would like to give them. Okay, uh, now, now on my Facebook and YouTube especially, I'm becoming very, very active because recently I think that a lot of people are looking for directions and answers. So we are, we are doing a lot of uh, similar like podcasts. Mm. Uh, mine is a little bit uh, more uh, technical. He, he, 
so you need both. You need the inspiration portion and, and the technical portion. Yes. Both very important. Yes. I'm teaching a lot about even like what stocks I'm looking at. Mm. You can find me on YouTube, search for Sean Sia, the next level. Mm. Or you can find me on Facebook, Sean Sia SG. So uh, look for someone who looks like me like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't do any I yeah, filters. I don't think you guys can miss it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, so I'll, I'll be sharing a lot on uh, my Facebook and uh, YouTube. Right. Okay, that's awesome. We'll put the links also, uh, depending on which platform you're watching, uh, to make it easier for you to access to, uh, to Sean uh, and his resources and material online. Yep. So thank you so much. I appreciate it for, for coming thank on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. See you guys next time. See you guys. Hey, this is Gabriel again. And really quickly, I just want to thank you so much for listening to the Story Impact Show. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Don't forget to drop me a review on iTunes and your comments will help me greatly in creating more killer content like this just for you. And if you want to stay up to date with all my content, upcoming podcasts, events and much more, please jump onto my website at www.heygabrielwong.com.